paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Thank Grodd. It is Friday. Here we That's are. Right. It's Friday night. Grodd is there. I think that was Grodd himself. Just Early uh, evening, Jim. I was going to say night. Chip, something around. Yet. I don't know. What is, what is that called? Cackling? Is that called yelling or chimping? I don't know. But here we are. We animal have noises. A, animal noises. Well, we might make some animal noises as we go through this because we have some books here that may not be the greatest, you but might. that's kind of when we get bananas. We end up having a Harley that's starting to be weekly, very weekly, Eric, as we head off into space and maybe some, you know, continuity unknown or something. I don't know. But we also have Multiversity Teen Justice and then Poison Ivy, which Poison Ivy is the book that's kind of the rock here. I I thought that this was going to be. Yeah. And I thought it was was Dwayne. Well, I'm trying to tie it in any way to the Black Adam movie. Isn't that all the hype, right? Has that been canceled yet? I hear all these others, but yeah, really, I may have. Well, I ended up talking to one guy who doesn't like The Rock. And I was like, really? I I don't get it. I don't know anybody who doesn't like The Rock. That's what I thought. I'm like, really? You don't like The Rock? No, I love The Rock. That's one thing that I do like The Rock and Black. There you the go. Nicolas Cage movie, The Rock. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, The Rock. Yeah. I th- actually, I did really like that movie. If you want to throw that in as well, but John Connery's yeah. a gem too. Huh? He is. Yeah. Except no, he got canceled because of something he said in like 1972 that women should, you know, maybe get slapped around a little. So he's canceled now, Eric. Even post mortem, <laughs> he can't he's still say alive, that isn't stuff. He? Yeah, I thought that he had died. I don't know. He died to everybody on Twitter. There's it no seems. No way that Sean Connery is dead, and I don't remember. Well, Maybe he's, I refused to he's remember. He's dead to everybody else, Eric. I may have just jumped the gun. Watch. Oh my tomorrow. God, he died two yeah. years ago. Yeah, I, I thought that. He I did. think I, I refused was just to believe say, it. Maybe. Well, you. Damn you, twenty twenty. He, he never he got died to that. Halloween twenty twenty. He couldn't make it to the medicine man. Huh? Oh my. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Wasn't that a movie of his, the medicine man? Wow. I don't even know now. That's why we get bananas there. But yeah, he he ended up saying something like a Playboy interview or something back in the 70s. But, you know, the 70s, I like to forget about them, and so did most everybody else. That's a dirty decade, that was. But here we are with these three books. And when we end up having all this stuff going on, we try to pick a theme or try to pick something. I think that this theme here is let's get rid of a couple books that we really don't want to talk about on the main show have some fun with them. And then The Rock, Poison Ivy, which you have really enjoyed. I hope that you continue enjoying it, but it seemed like a little bit of a, you know, let's dial it back a little issue. No, no, let's, we just repeated what we did last deal. issue. That's what I meant, Eric. Yeah, and it kind of upset me because I'm desperate to try to get into that book as you have been, even when I'm reading it, thinking of what you said, which is high praise, that it has a feel of the preacher book you ended up not that it's equal tip for tat or whatever but you got that feel that road it's trip on the road story right? yeah and so i was like all right maybe this will be the issue that gets me on and we get to center on it a little more on this tgif podcast and then i read it, i'm like yeah that wasn't much of anything there but i was hoping that you'd be here to make me feel good about it but you still may you still may Eric. but these first two books multiversity teen justice is a book that we kind of took to as like our little pet project i think we were looking forward to it we like earth 11 we like the way that things were going well i'm saying a pet project because i see the sales nobody else is dealing with it so i thought maybe it's our books like that i enjoy yeah 
Uh, and Harley Quinn, the sales are falling. And remember when I told you that there was that weird deal where I said, and I'm kind of a dummy, but I, I said, this is weird. Harley is going down and down in sales, at least from what you can glean from the, the numbers. But yes, they're much. doing it. They're doing it weekly. But then I thought, okay, well, with all of this, if you start doing it weekly the way it goes, it looks like they're trying to get to issue number 25 by December and the end of the whole dark crisis. And I thought, well, I guess that's it. We kind of joked about, like, why would that be? Oh, anniversary. It's Harley's 25th birthday this year. So that's why I think it is. I think it's 100%. Doesn't matter, sales or whatever. Let's try to get to that number 25 before this run ends. Yeah, before it ends. Stephanie Phillips had gone on Twitter and actually had told her followers, which, you know, she doesn't really like us, Eric, but she told the people with that, that everybody... Uh, I've already been told when my run will end. I've been told the number, it'll be canceled, whatever, but I'm not going to reveal that, but just come on, let's go for the ride. Hell of a toboggan ride it's going to be. Let's go weekly and whatnot, which it even seems from the solicits that at a part of this, Harley's going to die. She's going to come back. Who knows? Who knows what Superhero she's going to do comics. with that? Because I'm not so sure that some of these writers nowadays are being told proper information of the particulars of certain things and what goes on in this whole thing we call a universe, multiverse, and all of that. But we'll start off with, like you said, or I said, Multiversity Teen Justice. Give us the stats there. Multiversity Teen Justice, number three, written by Ivan Cohen and Daniel Lohr, with art by Luciano Vecchio, Enrica Aaron Angelini, and Carlos M. Manguel. And we continue our story on Earth-11, where we left off with the idea that at the Church of Blood, that, you know, Troy and Raven previously tried to get involved in there, see what's actually going down with this whole thing. We saw that Troy went behind a door and was taken. And then when, you know, Raven tried to do it, his soul self was taken as well, and he freaked the hell out. And at the end of that, Clarion said, oh my god, Raven, what's going on? And this one, we spent a lot of time with Raven and Clarion battling it out because nobody knows what the hell is going on, because nobody can just say... Oh, my soul stuff is gone. But when you do get to that point in the whole thing, Claire, again, I couldn't see you on this plane because, you know, my soul self is gone. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, about, yeah, Raven. I'm telling you right now, listen, I told you before we started that I had no idea what was going on in this book. I couldn't remember the last issue, which we did whatever amount of time ago. You Come actually on. reread the last yeah. one. And again, sometimes books are delayed, but I don't think this one was, right? Nope. So you end up having this. It shows you that nothing stuck with me, nothing at all, because when I started, I couldn't remember what happened. I had to go and kind of look to kind of peek. I didn't reread the whole issue. I just wanted to see how we ended. Okay, let's go. And you said it, and you hit it on the nail with this book. This dialogue, first off, is atrocious. The idea that this is a team book, and everybody just seems to blabber around. Nobody's listening. Nobody seems to actually be directly talking to one another at points where you have things and there's two things and i mentioned the one you said that you have read it so you were you were rude to me eric i got upset i just wanted to tell hey, you this thing that you read it's like this i know i read it i was saying i got annoyed by it i sent you a message you never messaged back so i just wanted to say the what, what i meant i wanted to try to figure out or tell you what it meant but there's two things that they do first off is and bendis does it a lot bendis will stop a sentence mid-sentence and have the ellipsis but here whoever it is and i i would guess it's danny lore because i think they did that in the champions book if i remember they'll cut off a a word and half the time you don't know what that word was or is or whatnot 
They even do it later where Aqua Girl ends up doing it to herself while she's thinking. That annoys me. But what else they do, and some writers do this, and I don't love it. You'll have a conversation start, say, on the top three panel. You'll go a couple panels down, and then that conversation will continue with one character out of nowhere. The others will be past it. It, it just half the time I was confused of what they were saying, who they were talking to. But most of the time, it's just the idea of them just yelling things and not having the, the part where Raven is talking about the soul self and things like that. I don't know if anybody was listening because they keep repeating it. They're questioning things that are already answered. It's just a wacky deal. Well, we have a story that we're dealing with here, and it's such a weird idea because I think that Danny Lore and uh, Ivan Cohen are trying to do more to, like, we have this team. We're trying to, like, explore who this team is so the readers get an understanding about who they are in this Earth 11. But the thing is, I think they also want to do more than the time they have of, like, remaining with the series because, like, we need to show you the island of metal where the fortress of tranquility is in the Bermuda Triangle for Superwoman in this world because there's no reason for us to go here, but we got to talk about it. we got to go because in the previous issue, we ended on a really cool kind of – it wasn't a cliffhanger for like per se, but it was for the rest of our team where they're in Zandia. They're with Lightning and Thunder there, and they find out that Sister Blood and Father Frenzy have been murdered. Oh, my God. If Sister like, uh, Blood and Father Frenzy have been murdered – Who's behind the Church of Blood now? What are we even doing right now? Not even knowing about this weird Green Lantern conspiracy, but we just have our team go back to the, the Church of Blood here where, you know, Raven and Troy were ch checking out doing detective work before Troy disappeared. And they interrupt the fight that Clarion and Raven were having. And it's like, oh my God, this door, we can't get through this with science or magic. This is crazy. You know what we need to do? We need to tell you all about the Isle of Metal. In 1938, an international team of explorers successfully discovered the fabled Island of Metal, an unpopulated subtropical paradise. As World War II began, rather than get caught up in the conflict that engulfed their homelands, they chose to stay sheltered from the outside world by treacherous waters and the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, after the war ended in 1945, the explorers discovered that conditions around the island have worsened. Dashing any hope of their leaving, the last survivor, uh, survivor archaeologist Paula Khan died in 2003, two weeks after Superwoman discovered the island and brought her home. In short time, a short time later, the Woman of Steel decided to base her headquarters on the Isle of Metal, certain it would be a for, forever be a safe and quiet refuge, Superwoman's Fortress of Tranquility. So we just had this whole thing that we go back to the Fortress of Tranquility and the Isle of Metal, which essentially is, this looks like a dinosaur island here, but it's the Island of Metal. So we can go back and continue our conversation with Troy about what the soul self is. But ultimately, you don't go anywhere because all Raven's talking about is Troy's missing. My soul self is gone. It's really fucked up. We have to get back to the Church of Blood. Let's get and to it. for some reason, Robin is just watching the conversation go down on monitors in another part of the Fortress of Tranquility until the, she's not. And we just get back to the idea. And all you get from this is that, hey, we're a team. We care about Troy just as much as you do. Let's get back to the Church of Blood. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. all it is. I, I love the Why idea. Come here? I'm sitting there. I'm like, Paula Khan. Like, I like Madeline Khan, maybe a relation, but this is Earth 11. And here's the thing. We have actually had some of these multiversal books where we said it'd be nice to see part of the world, see I what's agree. going on. This is a limited series. You but have don't a specific interrupt. story Troy to tell. being kidnapped, a soul self being gone. There's a freaking, the people that you thought were behind us were brutally murdered on the island of Zandia after all the adults were murdered and the children turned into the old people who have no idea what's going on. Now you're going to go back to have a coffee at the Fortress of Tranquility and say, we care about Troy just as much as you. Let's go back to exactly where we just were. 
And in this, anytime they start why? talking, well, why were you there? What are you going? And Raven will just randomly yell, Troy, like just yell out and then get interrupted. Everybody's interrupting everybody else. But with that, again, you have a limited series. You have a story you're telling. You're not doing a very good job at it. You're already not. I mean, the idea that me and you both could not barely remember what happened the last issue. Well, that, I'm telling you, this is the easy part because when you get the Domus and oh, yeah. Morris, oh, the home of the Star Sapphires, because where we left off that whole thing is that you had Aqua Woman, you had Aqua Girl, you had some of the Justice Guild there. They were all going here with the Star Sapphires. Some like, you know, juju kind of happened and then all of a sudden everybody disappeared. Everybody disappeared. In this one, Aqua Girl is the only one who didn't disappear and I have no idea what's going on. The rest of the landing party vanished along with the Star Sapphire home city. If I were a member, I'd have a guild communicator and remote control access to the spear, which is also the, the Justice Guild's freaking like rocket ship because not all of us fly. We get in this weird thing about how the hell the teleporter oh my works. God, the- just everything has to be explained, but right? When we have Aqua Girl going and trying to figure out what's going on with the city disappearing and all of a sudden these Star Sapphire drones coming and attacking her, but then they don't. They all die because, you know, she goes, she goes underground, finds Hal Ferris, the Green Lantern here. And the idea, I have no idea what Hal Ferris was doing on the Star Sapphire homeworld, but what the plans are. We know that with Sinestra and Kilowog in the previous issue, they are the ones that are behind the Church of Blood for whatever reason. But combining that with this whole Star Sapphire thing going on where they disappear, I have no idea. Even Aquagross is like, oh my god, this Hal Ferris, I better take his ring off, try to figure out a way to recharge it, but it doesn't matter because she'll find a pool of water that she brings up with a whole bunch of Green Lantern rings in there that she then somehow uses to teleport back to the Church of Blood where her teammates are waiting for her. Oh, you found a shortcut! I mean, I'm telling what you, the shortcut. Happening? And they even say just like, oh, you found a shortcut. I-, I wanted her to go, I don't know what the hell just happened because I don't. She's in a pool wading through with all these rings. She says there's residual energy she can kind of feel, but then the rings seem to teleport her. They don't do that as far as we know. But then I thought, did she fall through? What What is going on? Is it the pool itself? Where are the teams? She starts saying, my sniffer smells the perfume of the planets. I don't smell the Just League. Even with this going on, they over-explain everything. The idea that you end up having a Justice League jet, a spaceship. The spear. You do not have not to explain. Javelin, the spear. You don't have to explain to comic book readers, which you hope most people reading this comic are at least, that. It's a rocket ship. Why you have the rocket ship. You know not everybody flies. Yes, I know. It's like they're sitting there and Ivan and Danny are like, listen, we don't want people to yell at us at a convention. I want to be on the side going, nobody's going to yell at anything except this sucks. Nobody's going to read this. This is bad. And so, like I said, even we had complained at points with these multiverse books and things that we do want maybe a little more world building and things like that. But when you have a story like this and so many characters in the team and a convoluted deal, you got to stick with the story. Well, do Hopefully, not tr- you're doing this weird thing where I'm in here for the team, the justice, uh, like team justice to go in there and stop sister blood and father frenzy. That is a nice dip your toes in earth 11 to see what the young heroes of this world are up to. But when you uncover an entire conspiracy that goes into the depths of space with you, there's you too try much to story introduce the, um, the entire emotional spectrum of this universe and talk about how the star sapphires, which essentially are the hero kinds of, you know, core of this world where the green lanterns seem to be the bad guys. Like, you know, how we're kind of reverse things. It's, yeah, it's a weird yeah. situation. I don't know how they're playing it. Yeah, I think that Hal Ferris has a really points. cool costume with that GL on his chest. But I don't know because we just know that the star sapphires, this weird residual energy gives a little message to Aqua Girl about how they're trying to unite the emotional spectrum here. And you get a little rundown of all of the different ones, but they don't, they're not different enough. And I, or they're different to the point of like, why are you doing this? And like, I don't understand. It just becomes the whole idea where Sinestro and Kilowog 
are doing something fucked up and betraying everybody, but I don't know why. I don't know why in, in this, and again, back to the deal, what you should do, and if, you know, an editor might tell them or they have this deal, it looks like they're trying to, you know, flesh out a little more than maybe they have room for. Just give us the team, and if people like this team, then maybe you'll get another mini. Maybe you'll get it all. You know, it'd be crazy, but maybe get more books and then flesh out some things. The idea that you went so big, and when I say there's too much story or too many ideas in this, I'm not talking all of them are good either. I'm talking the idea that they get all convoluted where the real story should just be the Team Justice team trying to save Troy. You have the Raven-Trigon deal, which is interesting. Exactly. That's all it should be. You're bringing Raven onto the team. Raven has connection to the Trigon of this world. You kind of t- tell a similar story to Raven when she first became a Team Titan back in the 80s, but you show how it takes place in this world with the gender-bent angle of it and how it's different and stuff like that, while in- incorporating the Church of Blood angle. When you throw the Green Lanterns as the mastermind of this whole thing in the Church of Blood, you I'm like, muck why it up. would you do this? You muck it up. It's too much. On top of Star Sapphires? You're already, <laughs> you're already confused with the regular deal because they're not doing much. They're like sitting around. You girl in the middle of space in the Star yeah. Sapphire homeworld. Oh Why? my god, she's gone now. But no, she just kind of teleports back because there's there's just a bunch of rings and I'm telling you, and it's just a bunch of rings on the side of the wall inside the magic doorway in the Church of Blood that she just falls out of. I'm like, why are there all these rings here that lead from some, like the freaking Star Sapphire homeworld back to here? Why is it a portal? A watery portal. I'm walking down the hallway. You come out of a watery rings-filled portal. I'm not going to say you found a shortcut. I would say, oh, what the fuck is going on? Where were you? What's that? What's happening? And so it's just an odd, odd play of all this. But like you said, the, the big play here should have just been the idea that Raven did not want to join the, the team because of Trigon and being nervous about people finding out maybe too much power, all that stuff going on, but now has to reveal it so they can go and save Troy. And that girl that was mentioned again, we were Gigi. wondering if we had Gigi. We were wondering if we'd have that. But Gigi is that like the every person type deal. Like do more. But don't she's just- behind the magic door. And I don't understand because when Raven seemed to open it up in the last issue, it was just a void of like whiteness, you know, just nothing to show there that stole the soul self. And like, Oh my God, where's Troy? Now it just seems like I don't understand. It's just the regular part because Gigi can go back and forth no matter what. Like it's not a big problem for Gigi or anybody else in the church of blood, whether you know you're part of the church of blood or not. I don't understand because even the idea is like nothing. You pass this door, not my magic, not your science. But you know what? After having a cup of coffee at the freaking Fortress of Tranquility, <laughs> I think the kid quick can vibrate through and we can make a gateway for us. And hopefully it works both ways and we want to get back. And then it's just Sinestro with a ring up in Troy's face. Your teammates have only gotten here because I let them. Now with all, all the bullshit that we're doing right now, the Green Lantern Corps will have all the energy they need. And like pretty much all I want at the end of this, like, hey, look, there's a. There's a Kyle Rayner version on the Earth 11. I want to know more about this Kyle Rayner version. Please yeah, I'm tell like, me look who at that Kyle is. Kyle Rayner. Why is he there? Maybe he's from off. I don't understand. But yeah, you end up having this going on. But and- the Kyle Rayner is a dude, too. So I don't understand the idea. Or, and I say that, but I don't understand. Like, you know, I need to know more. <laughs> yeah, I think they might be something to it. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if they even say anything going on. But in there, there's even badge right there, I think, right behind yeah. him and stuff. Yeah. So that, you know. Why Stealth. bring why bring that in? What this whole idea of trying to Take shove that, so Troy. much? You <laughs> have a square piece of shit that you're trying to shove in a round hole. I mean, it will work. It will. It's shit. You're shit. gonna you're gonna end up with a lot of the shit falling to the side, though, that nobody understands. You know, I don't understand that shit. Uh so it's weird. 
I want to like this book. We want well, it to at like the beginning. I the story, and they don't even let me like the characters because, no. like you said, they're just like, How do you know them? With the way that the dialogue is written, you're just always getting half a sentence here, a half a sentence there. They're interrupting each other. I don't know what they're, they're doing. They're doing weird things that don't feel like they're working together as a team or even – at the time, I don't even think they like each other. I'm like, why do I need to like them and why are they getting things done when it doesn't make sense to me how they're working because they don't even know what's going on. And I'm reading all of the angles. I should know more, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's one of the things, like I said, they're all sitting there talking about what they can do to go and maybe save Troy, do all this. And they're like, hey – uh, you know, all this, you have Raven talking. I'm able to separate my soul. Finally, after all this saying, I don't need to explain this to you, then goes and explains it. And I will say, but we the don't need great. that either because we know Raven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you end up, it's still there talking about the soul. Well, then you switch and Robin says, I need to t- prove my theory. Like, stops mid-word, tuh. Prove my I, theory. I'm telling you, the weird part is he, she is going to say prove. She decided to say prove instead of test, and I have no idea why. I don't know why <laughs> you stopped that. And I'm like, really? And then you end up having Flash say, not going to lie, not loving being the one dragged around. I guess I'm your ride? W- where did that come from? That is such an out-of-nowhere thing. A of, lot of the dialogue's like that. You know what I mean? That It's all like that. And then you go... If Awkward Girl were here, even the progression of panels, and it's not a normal like problem with the like uh, panel progression. Like uh, I can, it's not like the story is not being told properly. It's just that each panel, it feels like they're in a different part of the communication. Like we left to go get coffee ourselves, came back, and it's a new conversation. But then the next panel, we go back. Like for some reason, that's what I was talking about earlier. Conversations, yeah. While this is all going on, that's exactly what I meant earlier. Where you'll have a page or a half a page go on, and then somebody out randomly. We'll pick up a conversation from a page before out of nowhere. Not even saying, hey, by the way, I want to talk. No, they're on a different wavelength. They're like, everybody's in a different dimension. Even at one point, they're sitting there like, oh, man, what's going to go on? We got to go get Troy. And it's like, oh, is that the problem here? You're not sure how to work as a team? And then he goes, Raven goes, I can sometimes see the future where people mourn. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I think that that's a wink wink of even I saw the Justice League die. And I I don't even know. I mean, there's so many times everybody dies and whatnot. But this whole play is nobody's talking to each other. They're just saying dialogue that does not fit. And with that, because of that, I think that's where me and you are both combined getting that overall feel of they don't even want to be in the room together they're just concerned about what they're doing that flash bit really threw me off though out of nowhere oh i guess i'm your ride huh i'm like you haven't even set up a plan at this point but there's no anything select few green lantern core members led by sinestra did they murder the entire core and know. then go after the like the star sapphires and also have the church of blood from a portal to the church of blood to the star sapphire homeworld where harold or uh Harold Ferris is there dead and who was trying to do something either nefarious or good. I'm not quite sure. Well, seriously, you just actually you had a little fumble there, but it was perfect, Eric. If we ever write this in Earth 11, it's not the star Sapphires. It's the star Sassfires. And they're just sassfires. They're just bitchy and yell at people. Oh, my, those Sassfires. That'd be so great. But, uh, but even then, like, I don't know, because you end up having like this. What's, of the, the, what's dream. the yellow lanterns like? <laughs> some things where you have these stories, it is neat to throw in some some things like we talked about the idea of that Earth three book and we wanted more of the Green Lanterns than that. We wanted to see what was going on with Jon Stewart and all that as power ring. And we didn't really get oh, yeah. a full fleshed out deal. 
maybe that was good because this is trying to flesh things out more, but you don't have enough room or imagination or any sort of idea what you're doing, it seems. And so everything's just thrown at you. The stuff with the hugger girl, I'm like, I barely know what's going on. I love the Teen Titans of our own world and stuff like that, but I can't imagine them going up against the might of the entire Green Lantern Corps, but maybe that's why we killed all of them and only gave us a select handful left so they can go up against those ones, but it just still seems like a weird idea. You know, the Teen Titans versus a few of the Green Lantern Corps. (laughs) That actually are finagling the Church of Blood. To do that, whatever to do something i i don't know to charge up the rings through pain we're using the are we using the church of blood to like you know commune or open a gateway to trigon to somehow siphon the trigon energy to be the fuel for the green lantern corps rings well that's what i would think in the back of my mind is the story and that's why and maybe like, raven, like not on my watch dead yeah I, I don't know and the whole idea of raven maybe not wanting sister blood, to not sister frenzy. Like, yeah sister blood father frenzy sister blood the deal with Raven, like, is Raven afraid? Like, I don't want to rely on my my mom. And I, but we said the idea of Trigon being his mom in this because it's Earth Eleven. That that's interesting. I wanted to see more of it, see something going on. But like, does that change Trigon's overall feel or something? No, like, I don't think it does. <laughs> even if it did, though, like a, a big old powerful demon, a motherly Trigon. But at the end, when you end up where all this happens, the stuff with Akagrab just confused. She comes through a watery portal of rings in the middle of the you know deal, and then they go, you found a shortcut, and then you go to the Green Lanterns and Sinestra, and I'm, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's so wacky, and we only have a couple more issues. We're halfway, whatever, And or is this seven? Is this six or seven? I I'm believe not this sure. is six. Yeah, I thought it was six as well, even if it's 20. We're already digging a hole here that I don't know how we get out of, except by having people just yell and scream at each other and nobody listens. I like the art a lot, though. The art's really good. The art's the only redeeming thing of this issue. Yeah, it is. I mean, at that point where Raven is talking about things and you see Trigon, like, in the side there in the darkness was awesome. That panel looked really, really good. Uh, But overall, it's a wreck. This book's a wreck. I don't think that many people are reading it anyway, but... I just wanted this to be one of those fun little books that me and you enjoy and go through, but it's kind of lost its way. But what would you give it? Like I said, the art's the only redeeming quality of this book. So other than that, I'm, there's nothing really to enjoy. I'm giving this a fuck you five. Fuck you! I have it ready because that's what I'm giving it as well. <laughs> fuck you five fuck from me you. as well. But we're going to move on to the next book. And I guess it, yeah, it's a little better. It's a little better than this you know, monstrosity of a deal. But it is Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, number 18. We were talking at the beginning that this is now a weekly book. Sure is. Very weekly, yeah. Task Force Uh, XX, part one. An eight-part series. Yep, and so that's all going to lead to, as we get towards number 25, all these things going on and whatnot for the big deal. And it's written by Stephanie Phillips, Jorge Duarte on art. Riley Rossum is officially off the book. Not coming back, as far as we know. This is now... Part of the art team colors by Romalo Fajardo Jr. and World Design on Letters. And this picks up out of nowhere, cold open Harley. Not cold open because we had a little bit, but Harley is on the run. We saw at the end of the last issue of Harley that you ended up having Verdict being grabbed by what was the Task Force XX. And I said to you, like, we both were confused. Well, does this mean that what we thought was happening is Har- you even said on the podcast is Harley going to space because that seems like 
they got verdict now. Why would they get Why would Harley? you put verdict in this whole thing? Even the idea where she wanted to play <laughs> no super reason. villain in Gotham as the, the lady who, for the ex-cop slash weapons expert for some reason, who scoops eyeballs out with a mellow baller. We need her ass in space. I'm like, do you? I'm looking now, at the team you? right now. Do you need this girl no. to freaking go in space with Harley Quinn? Who it's just, you know it's just going to cause trouble because that was the whole thing that she was That's in prison for now. She hates Harley Quinn, tried to kill her, framed her. Why I think it's going to be Fox? the redemption of Verdict, but how could you? She was scooping eyes out of people. So you end up with this where... Ain't no coming back from eye scooping. Stephanie Phillips has had a bit where at the beginning of her run, there was the big redemption. Harley coming in, and all the books were doing it. I mean, when we get to Fear State, Harley's part of the bad family, people losing their minds, saying that that shouldn't be whatnot. So when you go and at first I thought, well, she's in this Task Force XX. How are they going to play it? And is this a step backwards? But when we find out that it's Luke Fox who is doing this, doesn't make sense. But when you have it, it's like, okay, well, at least they're not calling her a criminal again. But but why have verdict in? It throws everything out of there. It doesn't make sense. And, and also, the idea of it's Luke Fox who's behind this. Why do you need like people who are just you know arrested for murder, yeah, or, like you know you terrorist don't. actions, to be on your team right now? You actually have to break them out. Like you're Luke Fox. You have all the money in the world, essentially, all the technology in the world. You're paying everybody here. Why do you need this one person to go into space? Because I saw you. You got, you got some mutated element X on the moon base of the Justice League that nobody's been to in years. Why do we need Samantha Payne? <laughs> Here's the weird play. We say this, but at, at the point when they're talking about the element X and the things on the moon base, I swear to God, the way Luke says it, they just hoarded that shit up and put it there yesterday. They, he says... Once the Justice League had problems, we figured out that, you know, it died. We ended up putting it all on the moon. I'm like, no, don't don't play. And there's some weird plays of this where you bring up the dark multiverse again. That's a weird play of what we're going. Well, and that's I the last time we used the element X was to go against the dark they're multiverse. They're saying that now the dark multiverse is infecting the element X because, yeah. but it's saying it's doing it now. They have to uh -huh. go get it. There's no dark multiverse right now. I think they're confused thinking that dark sure crisis dark means dark multiverse. No, they said that they pretty much got rid of it at the end of death metal, that there really wasn't much of that going but on. But you got a forger, don't you? Well, the, I don't know. We haven't done it because it ended up getting stopped and whatnot. And that's the weird play here. Even the idea of, you know, at one point, well, all those multiverses, you know, the multiverse with apocalypse on it. Like, all right, let's see how this plays out. But, with Luke doing this, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, they're tracking down Harley, trying to grab her for this team, and they're attacking her. She's running away. She's being goofy, whatnot, as she says, how everybody annoys her. And when she works with the team, even though she's worked with plenty of teams in the past and recently, the idea that she was always the smart one that did all the work and everybody else were jerks and whatnot. But you end up having Killer Frost grab her and Bronze Tiger and it's a, I don't know. It's an extended scene of them running. No, no. Everything about her. this issue is an extended scene, and that's what I'm really worried about making this a weekly series because you see it all the time when DC Comics does this. You have a certain amount of story you could tell, and it has to get stretched out. You have to tell a certain amount of issues worth the story you have. And looking at this, there is not enough story about this Element X because you stretch this out to the point like we're doing like a page of just the countdown for the rocket to blast off because there's we have to pad out as much there is here. And even when you do it like. Here's like, you know, our lineup of villains and it's fine or heroes, but there's no reason that Lashina should be here. Like, tell me more about Lashina of Apocalypse and no why sense. she's here. And the whole idea that this part, when you have Luke Fox come out like, hey, can we all give you a coffee? Come on, Harley, let's walk and talk. You know, the idea of like, 
So you can shoot Joker in the face, but it's much harder to shoot issues like homophobia and systemic racism. And I'm like, okay, this is what Luke Fox wants to do. This is why he has, has all this money. This is why he, like, you know, why he is not battling anymore. This is the kind of superhero that he wants to do. A more of like, you know, on the street level, person to person to try to end this injustice. But now we're going to go to space and get some Alvin X. I'm that, like, what that's what fuck? I was going to say. I'm glad you're, he's like, listen, you can, <laughs> even like you said, I'll repeat it. You can shoot Joker in the face, but it's much harder to shoot issues like homophobia and systemic racism. But you're not doing You know that. what, Luke? That's good, Luke. What are we doing? Oh, we're going to the moon to get Element X that's infected by <laughs> the dark multiverse. With a gang full of supervillains. With like, a gang oh, full of supervillains. This you doesn't make sense. You That right there is one of the, the virtue most signaling. in your face virtue signaling there is. It, that's all it is, is you're saying that. You better show me you're doing this, Luke. I mean, seriously. I mean, the, it's like, you know what, Eric? It's hard to punch people who don't have an open mind, right? Uh, so let's go off to the North Pole and dig a hole and shit in it. I mean, what is going on? You're going to the moon to get the most comic booky nonsense thing. Play with that. Don't out of nowhere just have him say that to Harley. It's nice that he's paying them. It's nice that he doesn't have a brain bomb in them, but it's kind of ridiculous. And, and you have Stephanie Phillips just desperately trying to pull things in. Another thing that I'll tell you that was a little jarring to me, and it's not the fault of this book or whatever, but. You needed some sort of transition in this run of when Harley finds out that Batman's dead, that the Justice League's dead. You go from the end of their arc to this of She's now already we've in the Justice League and that's over. We've, and I'm saying this jumps ahead so far from any of the other books we're dealing with at this moment, because now this is already in the middle of Dark Crisis. We're at this like is Dark, Dark Crisis, Crisis three. three or four, yeah. right? And you never really had any sort of progression to that from the books, even if it was just one of the issues having an aside, a backup where Harley finds out all these things. Imagine going, if we just, didn't have to do any of that verdict bullshit. We actually had Harley Quinn in the Hall of Justice acting as a part of the Justice League because it doesn't make any sense. But I want to know how Je Harley feels about that. I mean, again, when you, you talk about that, it reminds me of that mini, not the mini, actually, the story with Power Girl, not the mini, the oh, mini right, stunt, right. but back in yeah. the deal where she might think, oh, my God, Batman's dead. It, I have to, like, not jokingly, like, I'm going to be the new Batman, but thinks that she's legitimately the best version. Like, I'm going to step She's on the Justice She wants to get her girl PG back. They're going to put the old guy yeah, back together. Yeah. Some that, like, she action. starts getting. But instead, we go from a couple issues ago, like, at points she's hanging with the, the Bat family a little. Nobody met. And now, all of a sudden, we jump so far ahead that we're in the middle of Dark Crisis to do this She was story. a part of the Justice League, and now weird. that's disbanded because they are on the even the idea of like, you know, we have Killer Frost in here who was a part of that one, you know, that spread with John Ken putting people together for the Just League. And now she's kind of a villain again. But like even the idea where Harley doesn't know who she is, even though they were just on a team. But they're not going to talk about that because we have to move on because we have a team. And even the idea of Luke Fox putting together a team. Yeah, you can do that. Call it whatever you want. Don't call it Task Force X X. Like, what are you doing, Luke Fox? You're putting together Bronze Tiger, Harley Quinn, Killer Frost, uh, the Dreadbolt. Friggin' Verdict and Lashina. I want to know why, but Harley Quinn, she brings along a pal, so at least we get Solomon Grundy out of this, because that's what it's, this book has been missing in my mind. Yeah, and it's funny, when she first said to Killer Frost, oh man, you know, we were on a team to go, I actually thought it was some convoluted thing she was talking about, the Justice League versus Suicide Squad story way back when, and that wouldn't even be a line or Just up, some random but, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, remember when they had, when the, the JLA versus yeah. there, where you ended up having Killer Frost, and the, I thought it was like, 
Is that a club? Oh no! Was, there, was she on the Suicide Squad in that? That was the beginning of her JLA, like you know, like membership. That was after uh, that? Killer Frost because he ended yeah, up having that first deal. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, and I'm like, no, this is Dark Crisis. Like this book has jumped ahead more than any other, and it just threw me off a bit. But even when you're going, it's so nonchalant of. Yep, so, Justice so now dead. that you're doing Justice League stuff, you don't need Kevin anymore. Is that it, Harley? And that that's what actually I love, Solomon Grundy. Why couldn't you have just said, hey, I'll do it as long as I can bring a couple of friends. I would have liked Kevin. Kevin don't belong in space. Kevin would have been hilarious. Kevin belongs in space as much as freaking Verdict does. Exactly. But Kevin being there would be hilarious. A guy who, I mean, it, it almost ends up feeling like as of now. Huey in the boys the idea that he should not be around these people and here he is doing stuff and I thought that would have been funny it would have been cool also to have verdict there and you did the stink eye that those two and it would have been kind of cool but I end up Nobody thinking that, that kind of drama in the I, spaceship I think that with this you're going to try to do almost like the play of uh, Miracle Molly or a punchline I think that you're going to have Stephanie Phillips thinking that verdict is such a hit that you have this to redeem her, her. You have to redeem her. Yeah, Ghostmaker as well. You got to redeem her in this, so you know she could get her own book. Scooped verdict eyeballs. <laughs> hey, how about this? <laughs> the verdict. The verdict's in. She sucks, Eric. There's the verdict. Oh my god! Like but, even her costume sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. And then when you see her there, I mean, even then, this team where you go down, you're like Lashina. Okay, why? Please tell me that is an interesting story. You have a, the fee, the former leader of the female Furies of Apocalypse working with Luke Fox. I want to know that story. Fuck all this Harley Quinn stuff. You tell me how Luke got in touch with Lashina and how they're besties now. Yeah, start out with this because Lashina, in my mind, there's a lot of potential. She's upset about Darkseid being taken over by the darkness. I mean, we're or even in the, the idea of the that dark Orion crisis, has taken so. over Apocalypse. Maybe something has to do with that. And even then, maybe she's pissed at Dark. Like Darkseid always gets correct. I'm going. I'm going to take him down for free because Orion wouldn't let Granny Goodness do her female theory bullshit anymore. And she had nothing else to do but come to Earth and fuck around. Hey, exactly. And Luke Fox said, "Hey, you need a job? Yes, I do." And Please, they're going to do things. It. I'm saying they're going to do things that seem to maybe be setting up, you know, an attack against the darkness and in this dark and i just say the whole thing should lead back to dark side with her either like you said granny goodness that whole you know free ride ends when orion takes over we need dark side back it, I'm it doesn't you, have Bat to be Wing, luke fox he's cool and all but for some reason apocalypse seems out of his pay grade for what he would do with super heroics and stuff like that because maybe you need a lashina because she is from apocalypse where the element x came from and you need an expert in that situation but how do you get her? Yeah, and so with that too, the Killer Frost and even Bronze Tiger, I think they fit in that slot, especially Killer Frost fits in the slot with Harley really good of Fine. a girl who ends up wanting to be redeemed and wants to look at herself as a hero and nobody would accept and it. And Bronze Tiger's fine in that as well. And Bronze Tiger, same deal. The idea that they, hey, I'll join you because you know what? I tried to be a hero and these assholes wouldn't accept me. So why don't we just do this? Yeah, and get paid. Even Dreadbolt's fun. Dreadbolt is just kind of goofy. But yeah, then you get Verdict? Like, Verdict in that. The verdict, you can even like play you it said. where his brother Larry was killed in the Suicide Squad. The last Suicide Squad we run in the first issue, and now he's trying to change his ways to be a hero with the, the Bolt name. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's Because he doesn't want to go the same way that his brother Larry did. But yeah, yeah. And when you do this, it could be that idea of nobody would accept us as heroes. We're going to save the whole damn multiverse. Let's go. But they never really spell it out. It's just, it's we got to do this. We got to do that. And we're going to get paid. Yeah. And so they go. You think Solomon Grundy's getting paid? What, what's no. he going to use? Give, what's he going to use? Buy some zombie pants there? <laughs> what the hell is he doing? But even then, 
I like Solomon how Grundy Stephanie, won't pants too. I like how Solomon Grundy's written with Stephanie Phillips. She does a really good job of them. So I'm assuming that that will continue. So I was glad, but I really wanted Kevin involved too. But this team is weird. It feels, you have mentioned it before, it feels like a lot of times you get the Batwoman team at one point. We end up getting these black teams. Sorry. You have two pages of the countdown to get the rocket ship to blast off, and then you have to go to space with all that. That's how long it is. And the whole thing you have in this, because it takes a little while to go to space, just the idea that Harley has snacks, and nobody knows where she's keeping them, and she just keeps eating them. This is just pages of the going to space, and I'm like, you are really padding this out. And as soon as you think that something's going to happen, because when we have our ship actually blast off into space, there is a rocket that is sent on their ship, like, oh my god, who's shooting at us? Why? This, the book finally starts getting interesting to be continued next ends. week. I'm like, you yeah. sons of bitches. And that's where you get that, you know, prolonged, stretched out feeling of these weekly, very weekly deals. Now, I will tell you where Harley is through this whole thing. The one deal is her breadstick love and her garlic knots and things like that. It goes on too long. This is something Stephanie Phillips does. I don't find her as humorous as maybe she thinks she is. Sometimes she hits it. But when she hits it, it's with Solomon Grundy, where you already build up a little bit of camaraderie and it plays off like that. I mean, we ended up saying who, and then he goes, whom was one of the funniest Great. things I ever read in my life. I, I mean, me and you almost were crying together, so laughing at that. But in this breadsticks really. And even then I just want to point out that in the, one the panel, in the one panel, they get there, they strap themselves in and it legitimately looks like Harley's just pulling the breadsticks out of her backpack. There they are. She ends up pulling them out. So the joke is, I'm going to tell him, like, I am some weird place. No, it's not even that funny. Please. The idea of her eating breadsticks is kind of funny in a weird way. I think back at home or eating the chips and the space shuttle and stuff. But it's not that funny overall. Not enough to keep going. And, yeah, everybody has to get involved. What's that smell? (laughs) Really? You don't hear the other three people yelling about it right next to you? But, yeah, she ends up in this weird bookend deal with stephanie phillips is that deal of i never work well with teams i never do but she has she has worked well with teams when they are her team so spend that of the idea of her being forced into something but she decided but with that mostly it comes down to the idea of like you know school projects which i stuck with that too i always hated putting being put in a group because i was not popular and it was always kind of an anxiety fueled uh, nonsense but the other times that she's been put in the team's She's had a bomb placed in her brain. She doesn't like that. Not only just that gang of Harleys, things I'm talking about her that I consider her and so I consider her. It is, though. I consider her and because even that run had a lot of the roller derby and, you know, what they always have. But even then, she's roller derby. There's another team. That that was its own thing until Tom King had no idea it was its own thing and said that for Heroes in Crisis. Once you had this going on, everybody's referencing everything. But. In my mind, the gang of Harleys, even going with her being on a roller derby team, then she they talk about the wrestling that in the last run, Sam Humphreys, that she had all these things. Harley, to me, isn't the one who says, but the main reason I avoid group participation, because it usually means I've got more people trying to kill me. That's never been the case in my mind. And, you know, I am the president Harley Quinn fan here, Eric. The reason why is because she gets everybody else in danger. She's always afraid that her being around is going to get everybody else killed. She usually doesn't care about herself. She usually cares more about the other people. That's what makes her a great character, even with her, Kevin and Solomon Grundy. She would never say she would never say with those two. Oh, I don't want you guys around because I'm going to get killed. She would say, like, listen, like, I don't want you to get hurt. 
And we'll talk I, about you know melon ball and eyeballs out verdict over here, but Harley Quinn's a, like a murderer as well, and didn't think twice about murdering people anytime on her team as well. They haven't done that in ten years now. It seems. I mean, even the idea with you know Big Tony and stuff. Again, this is going to go back to the whole deal with Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. But even then, she had to distance themselves from a whole building of people because she always put them in danger. People would come up for her. It just felt weird. It felt weird like. That's the thing, and I wish that it was the opposite. I don't want anybody else to get hurt with me around, but she doesn't really deal with any of these characters or anything like that, so it's a weird play. But really, that's getting beyond the idea of where the fuck did they get Lashina? How did this pull in? And I I'm do just think- happy that they're talking about the just, the old Justice League moon base because nobody's talking about it. even the like the closest we've come to that in the last like decade. It feels like is like talking about the Bat Cave on the moon where we had the Hell Bat suit stored, but like. The moon base, like for the Justice League, was one of my favorite things ever. I'm just glad that it's kind of back in the continuity now. Yeah, it just—I'm telling you, when you end up, this—I actually found it. I was thinking I wouldn't be able to find it. When Luke says, "With limited heroes left to defend this universe, we needed to look for new solutions, technology that could be helped defend Earth against unknown threats." But not all of that tech was safe, so it was stored in the abandoned Justice League moon base for further observation. Element X, it seems like like some things are still being stored. That base hasn't been used in so long that that seems like a recent. Everything gets twisted and turned in my mind. And also, about I'm what telling the you, just don't put is. this stuff like Element X that might be mutated by dark multiverse bullshit. Don't put that someplace that's not being manned because that's just out there for anybody to find. Like I know yeah. you, it has you know like it probably has to be security and stuff like that because it's a former Justice League base stuff like that, but. I've seen motherfuckers get in the Hall of Justice, no problem. Like, don't store things here that can just be stolen by, you know, Lobos. He just fucking puts his space hog up there, parks it, fucking punches a hole in the wall and takes it. I do actually wish that the play was, listen, there's this Element X. I don't know if you remember that nonsense, Harley, but it kind of started getting mutated before. It was mutated, so they stored it away because of that. But he actually says it's mutating now. And that just felt a little off. Again, this is just side little nonsense things. Be and I don't expect again, Luke. I don't expect this to end up, you know, being that important overall in the dark crisis play of things. But some of the things felt a little bit off. And it would have been great if Luke like, hey, I thought you were like Batwing. No, no, my brother's going to be that. What? He's not that yet. You'll see. <laughs> we'll get excited. Jason's going to be Batwing. Uh, but now he just says, I, I don't want to do that. He really kind of throws shade I don't at be the Bat family. No more. It's like in the Bat family. I'm going to throw shade. Really? Whose shadow were you? Because you were barely around, dude. You were fighting Kumites with Maxi Zeus. You know, fun Amazing. stuff. But still, that was fun. But yeah, the art is an improvement. At least sure you is. get that. I mean, you have a really bunch. I mean, that panel where they're all walking. Solomon Grundy seems a little off. I don't like. The, the He needs a little more bulk in my mind, and he kind of looks weird in the face, but everybody else looks great. I think that the book looks good. It's just the story just, you didn't really give us anything. And you we got Harley it. going to space. I'm, I'm into that whole idea because it's something new, something different for this. You want to go weekly, you do what you got to do. Just make sure you have enough story for weekly and don't pat it out like this issue was because the art's an improvement in my mind. Her with a team that's crazy, like, you know, like this, a Task Force X, but not Task Force X. It's cool. So I wish it had its own name. Didn't, didn't, don't call it Task Force XX. It's like, the concept is there. I want to see it. I just need to have more reason behind it except for a payday. And it just random characters from together, whether it makes sense or not. And because of these things, I'm giving it a six out of ten. I am too, Eric. Kiss my 
Kiss My Grit 6, I had that ready as well because I thought that both me and you would be in tune with both of these books that I kind of thought me and you would both give a five and a six because, yeah, the art's pretty good. Like you said, it's interesting enough. It changes things. Now, with that, why aren't we getting Gorilla Grodd in here? Because you told me at one point that if a book's failing, you tell them the space and have gorillas in it. Get both of them going well, on. Was Get back out in the of day. There, now right? we got a zombie because that zombie craze will never end. Exactly. That's true. Where's the Draculas? Where, where's the Wolfman? The dark side of the moon, Jim. That would be great if you ended up having like just the whole like universal monster like Frankenstein's in there. Yeah. Have those with them. But Harley, see, that would be good. And, and like you said, I think that when you show up and you're calling this task force X, I think Harley would also have some funny play of, no, 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 we're not calling it that. I'm done with that nonsense. We're going to call it this and would have something really funny. But no, that's for sex, sex. Flask force. They're all drunk. Sarah, would you go with that? Was that no. I was trying to think of anything that, that would go, but it did not work. <laughs> but we'll go to the, and what I said was going to be the rock of this the podcast, rock. Eric. The rock of this podcast. What is it? Poison Ivy, number three, written by G. Will Wilson with R5, Marcia Takaro, Arif Prianto, and Hassan Atsmane Elau. And in this issue, we continue Ivy's quest across country in order to freaking poison the entire world because we got to get enough people infected with this fungi in order to end the world, including herself, and bring the green back to some kind of. It's not even the idea of bringing the green back. It's just we got to take out a lot of humanity because it's her suicide run because the power that she once had has been taken away and she has no idea how to live without the power that she once had. It's, it's a, like a, a last hurrah. It is. And it's a last hurrah of kind of. The only, like you said, the only way I can save everything is by burning it down, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens there. The green might be saved, all that stuff going on. And there was a progression going on. I didn't love it with her killing everybody, but that was the character. That's what we go with. And then you have to have this weird deal here where it almost feels like, you know, G. Willow Wilson thinks, well, people like Jim are getting upset. I need to show that Harley or Ivy still has some of that humanity left, but it might get in the way or whatnot. Issue. We had that last issue. And I still did. That, that's what I'm saying. Why have to do this again, but make it the main focus? Before it was, oh, I'm trusting somebody. And I man, that didn't go well. Right. That there's a better way to show you instead of showing and using an entire issue to have like Pamela make friends with one person. They'll say, maybe humanity's worth saving after all. But, like there seems like, we saw an entire issue with her and the landlord of the motel. Is that what they're called, landlords? But just the, the person the who owns owner, the motel. Landlord, the motel. We're going to make this courtyard great, and we're going to plant a tree together. And this is the entire issue of Pamela Isley and this random woman going and doing that, and Pamela realizing, you know what, I'm having fun, and I like this lady. Man, I really hope I don't kill her one day. Well, better get back on the road to kill people. I'm telling you, in this, you do get a little funny play, because in books, one of my favorite things is like fashion show. The idea if we're going to get a new costume and you oh. end up having them come out and do or even in books, you'll have sometimes shopping spree and you'll have them go out. Well, in this, it plays out where that's Pam's version of that is going and buying plants out there. Such a weird aside. I love Let's go buying get some plants. Sod. It's just like, oh, my God, I love this. But I, I guess things are really going to hit the fan coming up. I mean, they already have. I thought that it was a little over the top where Pam is just watching little kids that she knows are going to die. And you convincing me that she doesn't look at it that way. Everybody has to die, not just these kids, not just this person and herself. But in this, it's almost like, again, which I thought we got a good play last issue enough of, okay, I I like this girl. This girl's here. She's kind of neat. An artiste, she calls herself. 
oh no, she's not that great. This is humanity. They try to play a deal, whatever, and let's nope. get moving. Solid the entire issue. Yeah, and then this one, then you end up having this deal of all right, you have this poor person who just wants to have a little garden in the hotel. Put the and table I, over here. And, and it's a motel, right? Yeah, and we're going to do this courtyard. And why, why are we wasting all this time? It, it's not because much we of have anything to show here. that Ivy's having second thoughts, but like you could do it in a better way. Hopefully, I think that's the biggest problem because we saw her having second thoughts in the previous issue with the diner, with the father and the daughter, and all this sort of thing. It's been an entire issue, though, to have her plant a freaking garden at a motel where this lady, you know, she's okay. Maybe she don't deserve to die. That's an entire issue right now. But when you start out, I'm actually was really into the idea of the subtlety of her having second thoughts about murdering humanity because the way it's shown, she is having dreams about, you know, uh, of uh, Harley Quinn and stuff like that. And I love this dream time Harley get up there, like Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, it looks on. cool, the Harley it Quinn deal. It looks amazing. And I'm like, I love this dream. The, the like looks the idea. good. Oh, it looks amazing. The art's great. But when she's the idea, like, you know, like she's having questions. So like second thoughts about this. But then she wakes up. It's like, all right, this is crazy. This freaking fungus that I am like, you know, I have put myself in that's spreading across anybody I come into contact with so that'll murder them. Now that she's asleep, it's getting stronger. It's taking her over, and she has to use like all of her like um, her attention to make sure to keep it back so it doesn't kill her and take her over. So she has to go to the shower and cut all this fungus off and bring it off her body so she doesn't look like, you know, part of the gray, some some fungus fucking mushroom monster that she is growing into. But it's, it's showing that this is taking her over as well, but she has to put all of her effort into making sure that it doesn't as she continues her cross-road, yeah, like her cross-country trip. Deal. Exactly. Yeah. We have to affect as many people as possible. And this is all interesting, but when you have the landlady come out here and says, hey, I'll take some money off of your... Could you imagine the idea yeah, of someone that, coming... That was hey, so weird. I have this trash heap over here. I want to turn into a garden. You want to help me out for an entire day? I'll put. I take some money off of your room. like... What if I have shit to do? Yeah, I mean, this is so weird. Like, you end up where we're there, and they come out and like, hey, you two, I got a job for you. You want to get some My money ass. off the rent? I'm like, all right, we're doing this again, are we? My zipper's going down. I'm like, if that's what it Not takes that. there, pal. But again, how much do you think she's going to get? She's like, I really need the money. I'm like, what, what do you think you're going to get paid here? Uh, but even so, it's such a weird play. It should have just been Harley or Harley Pam uh, seeing this and maybe she starts kind of sprucing up a little or so. Hey, you want to help? I was going to do this, whatnot. But it's a weird play here where this lady who, in my mind, like at first I thought Pam was going to get furious, like you let it get this bad. But then it's just, oh, you want to improve it? You okay, have let's do the Sun truck overgrown inside. Yeah, here. yeah, really. Look at this deal. Like, oh my goodness. So There's several broken televisions in here. She sees this. I'm looking at the steel. This really looks like the backyard of the apartment that I lived or the house I lived in, West Virginia. I see a couple couches. I, I think it looks like what, the inside of the apartment you lived a in. Laundry baskets. Uh, whatever. I told you, my one buddy brought a bunch of like silverware. And uh, plates and bowls and things like that But every time he'd eat something He didn't want to wash it He'd throw it out the back window And would end up just smashing in the back And eventually I think our junior year The one guy did It's funny we say this Because now I do He ended up cleaning up the whole place He did get some money off his rent But he ended up doing it But the problem was When you try to mow a lawn Or something like that That has broken pieces of of <laughs> shit is flying everywhere. Like, I, I don't think people ever have that because they don't throw fucking dishes out their goddamn windows into your yard and then try to mow the yard. They, they were burning freaking couches on the front on the reg. I, oh, I don't fine. get it. But again, all that's of college. this just yeah, all of this to just have her actually. And I thought the idea when they're hey, you want to help fix up this garden? We can make it a garden of Eden. We got. I'm like really. 
No, she's not going to do that. She has shit to do. Oh, no, we're going to do that. Let we're going to get my gloves. A whole issue doing it. Hi, even I'm when Jerry. She hears- I'm Pam. I have a bit of a green thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of sprouting out shit all over the place. So don't mind me. My face says idea, shit. Like, she is taking the fungi off her in the shower. So we don't have to worry about her looking like a part of the gray that nobody ever freaking brings up anymore. But the idea that she still has like vines on her face and yeah, arms and, nobody's and saying eyes it. and like. I'm like, are you just Do being nice and tattoos? not saying shit? Maybe. Like, like, oh, you got them face tattoos like the I Mike Tyson I just know if day. I see somebody who looks like they're part of Jordy Barrow's freaking last days in Creepshow 1, I'm Seriously. not inviting them to do work You're out, me. right? And then, I mean, so on the nose of like, well, you got shit growing out of your face, so you want to help me get the gardens? And even then, hey, like, man, some of the face, what you doing? Some, some of the years, yeah, plant your ass over here. You end up where... Oh, I want to make it a Garden of Eden. A Garden of Eden. Like, oh, are you connected to the green or do you have face tattoos? Because honestly, <laughs> I don't want to freaking interact with either. Yeah, seriously. When she ends up, you just meet this girl. She ends up like you say Barry. Garden of Eden. She ends up where Pam zones out. Eden. I had an Eden. And once. then it comes back. It comes back. And she's you like, okay. Yeah. yeah are yeah, you I'm okay? Good. Hey, what's up with those crazy marks on your arm? You get attacked by a cat. Never you mind. I'm like, Carrie, get the hell out of here. Don't do not. It's like, you know what? I'm going to give you your room hey, for you free. Kind of plant, bitch. I'm out of here. <laughs> never you mind. Hey, never you mind. Once. 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 One person asked me that one time. Uh, but they're doing their work. And yeah, she has a way. Just Piscopo now and Johnny Dangerously. Right? Exactly. Yes, that's all it is. Uh, but even at one point where in the mind of the dreams and whether or not, you know, it's just dream but she's thinking of things having these regrets and these you know fears and things where she says to harley in that hey why did you do this why did you separate me why did you do that harley really does come to the point and saying that's the only way you could live and it's true and that's what i've been yelling about the whole time now it is interesting when pam does say then how do you know i wanted to live well that's a different story there that's what i wish they focused more on not just the you took away my power because they were desperate she was in big trouble they were using her also the idea that they were they were using her to make drugs at one point all that wacky stuff yeah we we can't bring that naive ivy back to the freaking magistrate Uh, no no so when you end up where i mean some of the things that this big giant you know crusade of hers is kind of built on a foundation of sand but she could do what she wants this is what she wants to do i wish that you had more of a tie-in and some of the things, like, I don't know, some of the things that have happened before and even with the Heroes in Crisis where she's just had enough. And it well, just hinges on, it just hinges, though, on the gardener separating me. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? And I thought, well, because you had to be saved. They didn't want to well, lose you. Well, even the idea, because we're really hinging on the idea of, like, you know, retconning Poison Ivy's origin to put the gardener in there, them all being friends in college working for Jason Woodrow. Woodrow turning Ivy into who she is. That's been a thing for a little while now. But the idea now, for some reason, now that she's not Queen Ivy, now that she's back to her normal status quo, where she's not connected to the green, she just has her normal pheromone powers and knows some stuff about, like, you know, plants and stuff like that. Just not like a super-powered green bitch. For some reason, she believes that Jason Woodrow is after her and has been doing all these things in the background of this comic this entire time. So even when she's done making this Garden of Eden with this lady Carrie and getting, you know, money off her rent and stuff like that, when she's sitting at, in her room at night watching TV in the shadows, she's like, something just moved there. And like, are you the one who's been following me, Jason? And then she is attacked by some gigantic green monstrosity that honestly looks like something that Gardner would put together, like one of those plant dogs that she yeah, has, but does. just a giant mo- like, Honestly, it looks like if Venom was made out of plants. That's what it looks yeah, like a yeah, taxa, yeah. but then all of a sudden she says no, falls backwards, 
and nothing's there. The plants just dissipate in nothingness. And the idea like, is this just me? Am I the one doing this myself? And honestly, we talked about it in the um, the spotlight, the, the badass spotlight that we have on Patreon with the idea, idea of uh, disassociative identity disorder with the one book that we talked about. And it almost seems like the idea here where you take a naive ivy and you have a queen ivy, you put them together and make a whole, but you had two distinct personalities going on there now in one body. She's going on this eco quest to destroy humanity, but is there something inside her that's also trying to like do stuff against her will, having these things go on? Because even when we had that symbol that was painted on the like the walls in the end of the last issue, you're like, did I actually do that? Was that me? She has no idea what's going on, but with each thing that she's moving on the next day, she has some miles to go to like to finish her quest. That Garden of Eden that she had planted, you know, just doing normal, non-powered, like, you know, not super powered ivy stuff. It looks like her connection to the green is there. So I don't know if this is the green trying to reach out and reconnect with her to make her back the pseudo avatar that they want her to be. Like now that, because that, that garden had grown, the tree had grown to full health. All, everything in there is lush and the garden of Eden S there. And Ivy does not have the power to do that anymore. Or does she? Yeah. And even then, I mean, some of the things that in my mind, it's less of a garden of Eden. I mean, it does look like that, but there's even some vines and some other things coming up. Like it's just totally there. It shocks the hell out of the lady. I don't know why she's that shocked, but in that, you know, if I was just like, I had a trash heap that now is a garden of Eden. And and even though, but the idea where she'd already had the two personalities that kind of, you know, that maybe it is naive or Ivy trying to stop her from doing things. Maybe that's still in there. Maybe you got some but other there things. Is, I don't whatever know. Whatever there is to whatever she's doing, it seems like something is trying to stop her. Like, is it subconsciously she that says, she is just maybe doing it's this? Not. That's what the weird play is, is she says, is it me or is it Woodrow? Still maybe Woodrow, maybe a combo. He may be controlling, you know, another part of her because I still think that Woodrow is probably involved. We keep mentioning now. I don't feel like in he this, is. I don't know because you really have that's the connection with the gardener and was really spelled out in that deal to get that. Now, we also in the deal and you were talking about the Azrael book when we were talking about the oh, right, associated right. with the system. Deal. I couldn't remember which book it was. I'm like, well, I know I could think is I know it wasn't like the new champion of Shazam, but I could be like, what was the other book we talked and about? So <laughs> with that, we've also in this week had at Marvel Moon Knight doing the right. same thing. So that's always interesting to figure out. And it always is interesting, almost like this could be. Of the Green Fight Club, where you end up like, oh my god, I'm I'm going against well, even myself, the idea and I don't realize of, like, it. But- Ivy being as over the top eco terrorist super villainy she was, it was because she was being affected by the Green. That's why you'd have the Green Skin Ivy and have all that freaking plant powers that she would have. The Green would make her go insane and actually make her do more evil than regular Pam Isley ever would. So like this whole thing that's attacking her, making giant plant venoms coming after her, doing all this weird stuff, and even you know growing a garden even without her knowing it. Is it just the green trying to reconnect her into a larger system? And and in my mind, if you're going to play something interesting, like when she thinks somebody's after her, it's Woodrow. Oh, my God, they're trying to stop me. They're the bad guys, the bad girls, all that, where you might find out that actually that's the good people trying to stop her doing this huge bad thing. And again, like I said, we've already had her have those two personalities and all that stuff. So there there might be some wacky stuff going on but overall i mean it, it's one of those things g will wilson i do like as a writer mainly from miss marvel i really did love that book a lot of people didn't but a lot of people did but you end up where in this there's always that weird step i mean the idea that we have a whole issue where we were getting a bit annoyed you're saying the same things again you're doing a garden do we need this i mean you had that in little bits already that agave yeah. syrup i mean that really like but that was quick that was but 
even so, we were you Could even have forgot said, about that part. Never heard about that thing before in my mind. Yeah, yeah, like I said, actually, it's funny because the only reason I remembered it, I I have to. I took a picture of a bottle of it at BJ's, and I was going to send it to you. I don't think I ever sent it to you. I you didn't. And I, if you sent it to me, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no, you would have seen it. It says all no, I, I know, like, but I didn't even remember that word well, like, until you just brought it up. So I would have looked at them like, the hell are you doing? Because we talked about it. It was three months ago. Yeah, but even so, like, we took an aside well, at least with two that. Months ago. We, we took an aside. Like, this book seems to take these little asides that, okay, I get it. You like the green and you like the vegetables and you like the plants, but let's get to a story. And this one pretty much in my mind, puts it has some interesting things by the end of, am I hurting myself? Oh, the beginning and the end, I think are really good and continue on the idea that I like what they're doing. But when you spend the entire issue, just having a montage of doing plants and like just spending an entire issue, pretty much doing what we did subtly in the previous issue. That's a problem in my mind. And I'm like, you didn't have enough story here to really get going with what you wanted to do, it seems like. And what are you setting up for the you know, the stretch run or whatever, where you're going? Now you're going to be in Idaho. We're real yeah. close to Seattle. Remember, she was supposed to get to Seattle. We're in Montana in this issue. No, no. She goes to Idaho at the end, and then you go back. Yeah. She's Idaho the next morning. So she's gone. They're right next to each other. But she's there. She's one, she's one state away from. She's going to go try to get a job with George Halloran. Yeah, so we'll see what that's about. Her trying to do, you know, it's a weird play. Employee and efficiency expert, George yeah, Howard. It's a weird play of what she's doing now. And as she's seeing news reports of what she had set up, yes, it's working. Everybody's going. They're not connecting it yet, whatnot. But when she does this, it just, it ends up where it's a weird play. Like I said, you're interesting or you're interested and you're interesting as well. Eric. But yeah, end you. up where a lot of the stuff that we're talking about that is starting to excite us. It may not be. We're we're starting to come up with ideas of what might be, and we do this all the time, and that does get you excited about a book. But I really want to have something in the book excite me, not just oh my god, this could be the War of the Green, or this could be the Green reaching out, or this we'll could get be there that. One day. Because we're not really getting much on the page that's really spelling anything out. Plus, I want to ask you: Is the gardener the worst one of the Tynan characters that they are forced in? to these books and trying to get because i don't think you there's still think any the other one is worse than clown hunter i i think yeah because the gardener never remember there was nothing with the gardener out of nowhere oh we're gonna have this one to that nobody read the gardener i did oh my goodness gracious i don't but, know the thing is is the gardener worse than miracle molly and the unsounding i don't collective? know i i got the at least they seem i don't know they're and all at least bad. We, i was gonna bring this up but he's dead so it shouldn't matter anymore but the designer is way worse yeah but uh, I guess that's the deal. They couldn't really push him on. But the underbroker, he kept going. Underbroker, I don't mind. The, the designer, Probably though. the best and, character. And, uh, yeah, with that, though, the underbroker's robot lawyer. I kind of dig that guy. That guy's funny. That he's is got, great. He's like a robot pizza lawyer, that guy. We'll what have more of him this week. That's Batman. It's Batman, okay. It's the Catwoman backup, backup. Batman. I'm like, I'm like, I think it's Catwoman, but I don't remember yeah, that we in the like last issue of Catwoman. We like that guy. See, now that's cool because what Chip Starsky did was take a tiny deal, but he expanded and made just as goofy a character to go along with it. But A robot lawyer. Gardner, though, you just, as of now, all you do is the gardener's just there for, I, I'm swearing to God, that Ivy looks in the sky, sees her face and shakes her fist at her. She, she doesn't do much, but I think, oh, she'll, I think she'll show up at one point. Once we were friends and then you betrayed me, so I shall destroy the world. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the gardener shows up in like two more issues yeah. to try to plead her case and like, oh, and then dies? Not no, but 
I want to see those fucking plant dogs in action because all they ever do is stand by her. I want to see them do something. Maybe what happened is when the gardener had her under, she implanted a memory, Eric, and it's kind of fighting against her. Did you like I tried I thought to she really extracted stress the memories. And I said, no, implant. But she took the memories, Jim, the good yeah, ones. But we don't know what she did then. We don't know I what do. she put back. But yeah. we don't. You could have it be something. Because that, because of that, that. Ivy died. Yeah, I'm saying, though, we could end up where she did something at the end and whatnot. She seems to really be centering on, oh, that gardener, you ruined it for me, which, again, saved her life like that. But uh, I think that really, truly really to blame, I think it's still Wally West. I, I think that he's to blame. All no, no, of it's this, reverse go flash. back to there, reverse slash, whoever the hell he, it he is He did now. the evil whispers. Yeah, he did the, He did do the evil whispers. Oh, my God. Oh, that negative gracious. speed force and its evil whispers. Go down to the harbor and fish out that fucking rose. Oh, jeez, you're you're alive. Oh, my. Uh, what a what a strange trip it's been for old Poison Ivy. Can you imagine I mean, really, that? The idea that Harley Quinn takes that rose and is imbued with the Poison Ivy's entire <laughs> existence. She throws it off the Gotham Bridge, and for some reason, Wally West just picks it up and then charges it with the speed force. Charges it. Boom. And here she is bitching about, you know, the deal. There's a lot to bitch about, Ivy. I'm just, bitching, yeah. There's a lot to bitch. There's also a lot to be like, holy shit, how am I even alive still? This makes no goddamn sense. You know what? Um, I am a miracle. She is one of those glass, glass half full, half empty. She's half empty. She's not looking at the, the wonder. That glass was shattered and then glued back together and it has drips coming out of it. And Wally shows up. Hey, <laughs> She goes nuts. Ah. Oh, goodness gracious. But yeah, that, that garden, boy, that is a garden of Eden going on. It's going to take our, I think we're going to go back and see that it actually just destroys the hell out of that motel. That motel just gets overrun. It's life after people over there, but it's, it, but it's prettier. You think that anybody's ever going to bring up Scott Snyder's, the gray fungus kind of like avatar? I don't or know. Like, because you know, I, even then, if you ended up in this story, hasn't been set up. You have. You have the gray, you have the rot, you have even the nonsense trendy and stuff too. going out right now in the Swamp Thing book. I wish this tied more in the Swamp Thing book around V, but I also wish that we were seeing something that maybe those other avatars are influencing her. It's like a bigger story, a bigger story with all the parliaments. It doesn't seem that way. It just seems to be real centered on Ivy wants her powers back, and we'll see how that plays out, but... We'll see. I, I don't know. Even we, I bitch and moan, but then we have the Ram V Swamp Thing book that I was arguing with somebody about today. Yeah. Uh, but the idea where I just, I just want, I don't know, maybe with these books that I'm not really the big fans of with the green, and I just need to have my hand held and somebody tell me what the hell's happening with the green, I'll the parliament, Alec Holland, all I these try. things to tie in. Well, he's in mirror, but that's not even around. So, what is the big play? Because I think that Ram V is meandering over here. You have G. Will Wilson telling her little meandering story over here. And I'm not getting a big picture of what is the basis of everything and how we would go forward. And I said to this guy, you really want to end this swamp thing. And we talked about it on the podcast that you want to end with people after you being, uh, you know, knowledgeable and knowing how to deal with a character if they're in, say, a JLD or whatever. I don't know if anybody's going to know how to write Levi or something. And then with that, hey, Alec Holland, you're back. And it'll just be there. So you're done I, I don't with your know. new mirror stuff. Yes, I am. Poison Ivy is a different play because she'll just come back and this, you know, I think this is supposed to be setting her up more away from the hero into a villain type deal with that Poison yeah, Ivy deal. And, and so by the end, 
here's the thing. She's never either. She's just that green area in between, Eric. And uh, I think, well, I didn't want to say gray because she's more green. But y- you get that Is deal she? where I think that she'll end up the same. She'll just be there. And if you want to use her as a bad gal, you can, good gal, whatever. She'll help out Harley occasionally. But overall, uh, I do like the art a lot. But this one even meandered for me. And I, I just want to have something that gets me, hooks me into this. And unfortunately, I thought that not a step back, but just kind of in place to see how it goes. But what would you give it? The thing is, I really like the beginning and where we end up by the end, but having the middle just really just slamming it home about Ivy having second thoughts about it. Like I thought it was done at least subtly and inter- more interesting in the last issue, just to have an entire issue of planting a garden. It felt like a misstep here for me, but I like, I still enjoy where we're going. I think the art's great. So I'm still going to give it a 6.7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm a 6.5. I'm just a little under you. I, I have been though. I like. I was at a 6.5, but then I got excited talking about the ending and like where we're going to go. I just, when I, when I start getting excited, then I just keep thinking like, I, I don't know that G Willow's on the same page as us. And I, I worry, I worry about what she's playing here and what she's doing, but we'll see. We'll see how it all goes forward ends up and whatnot but at least i remember the story each month unlike that teen multiversity nonsense can never even remember that but that's just that's yeah that's the tgif podcast here we got a little bananas i would say eric going ape but everybody go over to our twitter at weird science dc follow us we'll follow you back 100 percent. go to our website weird science dc comics.com they'll read reviews of the books that come out each week from DC and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you get a bunch of shows. Eric had mentioned the Patreon only spotlight, the badass picks podcast. We ended up doing the sort of Azriel and the new champion of Shazam. Both, both number, number ones. ones. Yep. And both books that how Azriel does Azriel get us. one of six, but freaking Mary Marvel has four. <laughs> you say this, Eric today I was going through, I'm reading these. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, it, well, how long is this Poison Ivy? How long is the multiverse? And somehow I get on this deal where I see all of the things and I'm like, Asriel gets six issues and that thing gets, you know, you get Mary Marvel with four. I was so upset too. I'm like, no, why? Why? But hopefully that means after those four big things happen, Eric, and then we'll get even more of maybe a Shazam book because I hope that they end up saving Billy. You get the whole and have a Shazam family book. That would be great. And really, if you do have that, I really want it to be like it would go really well with like the Wally West Flash family book right now that we're starting to get some books that have that classic feel. We'll but, bring, you know, you know Clark back stuff. to life, bring them back home. We'll have the Superman family, the Flash family, the Marvel family, the Bat family. Exactly. That's what we need in 2023. That's what DC we do need. to really wrap around the family aspect the of the family. Books. It's all about family. Dom told me. Never watched the movies, but. You end up where <laughs> somebody told you that Dom told them, <laughs> and those are the books that seem to be like even a Nightwing. He doesn't quite have family. I don't know if you know this, but what's his parents are what's dead. Wrong with you? But no, I'm even saying that it does even look like he's heading towards even having a family. Him and Barbara and Haley, like everything has even that microcosm in that little deal, little mini family. But it looks like he might subfamily within the overall family. But even when you bring up Aquaman, you know, the Aquaman did not hit. But when you bring Arthur and Mara and Andy into it, people love little Andy and they love seeing all that action stuff. You know, that's what people love with Aquaman right now. And you don't get enough of it. We need family. Yeah, we do. And I think that it's showing a lot of these books where sometimes it drives us nuts that it's even the like Green Man is the coolest family. They are family. Like Guy Gardner's the asshole uncle out there on the barbecue. 
right? Doing the stuff. Yes, we needed it. I want to see him shirtless wearing Crocs at uh, a, at a so good. grill. It would be so drinking good. Drinking a beer with a freaking. <laughs> I, I would actually. Do you think? Do you think that? He would be upset wearing Crocs. Do you think no. that if somebody I think, said, "I think he would talk about how he's upset, but always love them"? Okay, because I would love if he actually his ring came off and it like, and he was just there with like shorts and Crocs it, on. No, he's no, like, it's what? not even shorts. It's, it's, it's boxers and Crocs. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "Hey, it's comfortable." That'd be pretty cool. That'd be a guy thing. But yeah, even the idea of a, a Batman Robin coming up and things like that, like. Is that that's good. It's funny. Here. We have a Batman Robin, but it's it's Batman versus Robin. Yeah, it is. But hey, not all family gets along, Eric. I, I have a. I'm going to talk to you when we get done. I have a little bit of a worry about the Batman versus Robin, but we'll talk about that in a second. But with all of that, everybody, yeah, uh, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WeirdScience. All the links will be in the show notes in our campsite bio link. Hit that, and you'll get all the stuff. But we have a banger. Of a podcast coming up. I mean, we end up having a lot of really big books on the show that will come out normally on Sunday night, even Sunday afternoon sometimes. But if you want to get early access on Saturday night, me and Eric get done doing our show and I go right to the editing so you can get it fresh off. I mean, you could sit there and listen to it at that point and go, man, those guys were saying these words like two hours ago. I mean, could you imagine it, Eric? But we end up, we're going to talk about Batman number 126. Nice. And that's big. Batman Killing Time number six, at least finale. it's over. Yeah. Right, the finale. There, there you go. We have Dark Crisis on Infinite number Earth three. number three. Yeah. yeah, so we have that big. DC versus Vampires number eight. Picking oh, uh, that in and getting is, on the reg. I, I thought about this too, and the idea, I was laying in bed the other night and thinking about the old idea. Well, the real title is Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth, since it is an actual sequel to Infinite, like uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. We just didn't want to spoil that for everybody, even though we said it from fucking day one. The idea is. We don't, as far as I know, because we never talked about it, we have an Omniverse where there were two new worlds that were put into our multiverse, but... The Elseworld and the Omega deal, yeah, we, say, don't, but we have, don't have... We don't have Infiniteverse right now, so why are you calling it that? Yeah, I know. Uh, you want to... Yeah, my guess, we're going to get them at the end of the deal. Oh, no, I, I understand think that. that. This the Dark Crisis is over at that point. I know, I know, but I think that that's... It's going to... I don't know. The Omniverse, in my mind, is just that anyway, but yeah, you get all these things going on. And I think it's just there. So people, oh, my God, like all old heads, I got to get that. They're not getting it anyway. It's so weird. Uh, I told you, I said that I yell about this over at Marvel a lot where, oh, my God, we got to change the Punisher symbol because we'll show them. And in the Punisher book now, they're like throwing jabs and stuff at people who are never reading the comics. They, They have the symbol because of the symbol. Nobody's reading it. I have to sit through it. But, yeah, that Infinite Earths, I think. It's not selling as well as they thought. They have to make it feel bigger, but it's not the name that's not selling. You know what I mean? It's it's everything. It's your whole. I don't even think it's the story itself. No, we're it's enjoying just DC it. right now. It's just DC in general, and where they and the have talent led. involved in DC, yeah, the overall. talent, and and also pretty much for the deal, the future state, and then coming back, not reading the writing on the wall or reading the room, coming back with a lot of these characters that really were never set up but elevated anyway. Some people got upset and said, I'm done. Right? Naomi, it's Justice League. I said, what? And so people are just like, eh. And now you're not going to get them back with this. What we can hope, though, is that Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths is a good story. And when we come out of it, it sets up better things like we just said about a a, a Shazam family. You know, things like that. Get things going because they are onto something in some books. We're actually seeing a little light at the end of the tunnel at point. Yeah, yeah. Flashpoint Beyond number four, speaking of a book that we really, really enjoy. We really enjoy it. And this issue 
is Dexter Dent. Pull out that little scab. That little scab, Barrick. Oh, my goodness. Can't we'll wait. see what's going on with that. We also have, as I go down there, I think that might be it, actually. DC versus Vampires. Uh, DC versus Vampires. I said that, but then we Did started. You? So, yeah, we were still talking oh. about Dark Crisis. I said we have that, and it's good. It's starting to follow at least a schedule now. And not, you know, skipping months and months and months. But coming up, we even have that all-out war. That boy, we love that one, right? The dark DC versus vampire. That book stinks. I ended up having a guy on Twitter trying to explain some things to me about it because remember at the end that backup we're like we don't even know what Batgirl is. In oh this yeah, so that book. weird like black and white kind of manga deal with the, like the Batgirl taking out Gordon Vampire Gordon. And I said thanks because they said it definitely is Steph. Right. It was confirmed. By the creator and stuff like that. And at first I was thinking, what are we talking about? Oh, that. Yeah, because it just that book was weird. Uh, but, well, I think we have that like next week. But we have a bunch of books. I don't think I still... minded, but that backup was nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it was hard to follow the art in general at points. But that book can pick up, you know, and then we'll see. Remember, Captain Adam blew up and I'm like. They'll be okay. No, it's a nuclear <laughs> You're like, blast. You're like, it's a nuclear I'm blast. I'm, I'm like Homer while the, the, the pig roast and the pig's going down and going It'll through okay. all the... It'll be okay. Still it's good. still it's okay. okay. That's me. We'll see. We'll see. And you'll call. We'll the nightlight I mean, is destroyed, Jim. Here's the deal. You say this, but I saw Dick Grayson holding, a, you know, a Chupacabra right in his arms as he blew up and both were fine. So yeah, anything can I happen. shot point black in the face. That is true, too. It it went through everything. It's one of those where they, it missed everything by an inch. Yeah, really? Really? But, well, I don't even remember if it's an animated thing. They're like, you know, maybe Young Justice or even a comic book from some point in time with the idea where Martian Manhunter, like, you know, he, like they destroyed his brain. And like, I moved my brain to my like, you know, my left butt cheek or something like that. We actually had that. I thought that that was recently even in that backup. We maybe. had that recently of a thing where somebody had moved shit to their butt cheeks. I move my hands there a lot, Eric. That's you know, touching yourself. No, no, I was wiping. That's what it is, Eric. You're that's a liar. How, I know that's it. That's how we end. Well, you're right. I never wipe. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious, Eric. I'm having problems this week. Real problems. But, hey, aren't we all? I'm going to say this week. Isn't that why we get together and have this podcast we call no. Weird Science? Isn't it? To just... Let it all out and get over all the problems of Never the week comics. and enjoying stuff in this whole race we call life, Eric. Oh, my. Will we ever get to will the you, finish will line? Will you finish already? I don't know, Eric, if we're going to get there, but I know I had a false start, right? I was born premature. They thought I was going to die. Eric. Is that why you that size? I, I was in an incubator. It might be. You know, maybe my mom should have done all those, you know, illicit drugs. So I was a little baby, too, but my mother did math, but now I'm a giant. Yeah, you are. But how are your eyes, my friend? Eyes? Yeah, really. <laughs> Nakano sees I, things I, I better than them. you. <laughs> yes. So with all of that, that is it for the TGIF. Thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I hope to see you on Sunday when we have the regular deal. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of the show? In a world full of chimps, always make sure you go ape. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.